Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Mark Duplass. Hi, this is Jay Duplass. And we are here doing the audiobook for our new book, Like Brothers. Recording this audiobook was NPR like. <laughs> How was it for you, Jay? It was like dancing. And that way, uh, would you say you felt it, but wish you looked better doing it? I would agree with that statement. Also, you pulled a hamstring. I did pull a hammy. Actually, what I just did is um, I was just like dancing around in my chair and making lots of hand gestures. Right. I was just, <laughs> that's what I did in this room. It's just there was some gesticulating. Like, I saw you gesticulate yeah, a little bit. Gesticulation. It was pretty good. Why did we write this book? What happened? We didn't think we were ever going to write books. We weren't no. like, let's write a book. Pamela at, um, yeah. at Ballantine said, would you guys want to write a book? And we were like, how much? Who's going to read <laughs> what you got, lady? And we were like, who's going to read this book? Yeah. And she had all these ideas. And then all of a sudden, we were like, wait a minute. Maybe, maybe we do have something to say. Would people read it? Yes, that's <laughs> the question. Narrating this audiobook was a lot easier than I expected. I fully expected to hate everything I said and say sentences 10 times over, and it turns out I only had to say them three or four times over occasionally. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more drill sergeant-like. I don't know what gave me that expectation, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to be painful. Cut to people listening to our audiobook. Hello, my name is Jay Duplass. Yeah, and they're like, well, you really should have had somebody <laughs> actually making you do more takes because this is this is right. terrible. Yeah, it was. I would say it was interesting. It was illuminating narrating the book for me because I had a couple of moments where I was like, ooh, I really nailed that turn of phrase. Made me proud. And then I had a couple of moments where I was like, well, that's extremely overwritten. No reason to add those adverbs. Yeah, I've had those moments where it's like no person has ever or could ever say this sentence in a normal way without absolute analysis and preparation. And then I just had one (laughs) sentence where I was like, well, this just doesn't make any sense at all. (laughs) And then I just read it. So it's in there somewhere. You just read it anyways. I just did it, and it's in there. I was never once proud of myself by a turn of phrase. However, there were several times where I would just get through a huge section, and then I would just fearfully look over at the booth, and hopefully they wouldn't say, Please go back four pages reach and do for that, it again. Reach for that button. <laughs> that's when I was proud. Oh. I was all like, I got through it. If I just keep talking, she won't say anything. Yeah, that's good. I'm trying to think if there were any specific words I had trouble pronouncing. Oh, yeah. I, um, I got stuck on some words. I just couldn't even get through them. I didn't really have any specific trouble pronouncing anything, but I did realize that as a 41-year-old man— I thought when people were saying ice flow, they were saying ice float, as in it floats on the ice. And Very reasonable uh, Totally reasonable and makes more sense, honestly. It really does. Also, so, a great title for a snowball stand. It's, oh, it's ice so good. float. Ice float. So anyway, I did ice flow for the purposes of the book, but when I leave this room, I'm going back to ice float. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for people to know the, some of the differences between Mark and me. I think that's cool because usually when we do interviews and stuff, we're like 
sort of giving pat answers or just, I don't know, there's just something kind of nice about that. Yeah, I think that anytime we talk about ourselves or write about ourselves, it's in very, very short format. And by having something this long and in-depth, it allowed for a lot more nuance. So I'm looking forward to just telling interviewers from now on, buy the book. It's pretty good. Yeah. When I was 21 years old, I was a musician on tour by myself living out of a van down by the river. This is all real. And I used to have these days to kill, and I didn't want to go to see movies because I didn't want to spend any money. And so I would stop off at libraries every now and then and just kind of sit and, and read books for a while. And what happened to me is the lonelier I got, the more and more I started to regress into reading things that were comfortable until I got all the way back to a book by Judy Bloom called Forever. That's about like a teen high school romance. And I reread it in the middle of the library and just had a massive sort of crying fit um, <laughs> reading a, a teen Judy Bloom novel as a, as a grown man. But I, it, was, it was awesome. I had a moment at the University of Texas listening library where you would check out a CD and then you would bring it to the front desk and they would put it on a channel. And then what you would sometimes do is flip other channels. And there was this guy there who was listening to deep cuts from Steely Dan. And that's how I discovered like how big and deep that band was. You crashed his channel. I crashed his channel and then brought it home to the swimming pool wow. that summer. Most of the audiobooks I listen to are self-help books just to kind of like keep me going in life. I'll listen to audiobooks while I'm like going to sleep and I'll like dial the laptop all the way down in darkness and the, it's only cracked barely open so you just have to tap it, just a little tap, tap, tap it closed at the very last second. I don't have narrators that I'm like a fan of. I don't like follow the careers. I don't have baseball cards of famous audiobook narrators. You should. I should. You should. We should develop that. It'd be worth that. something one day. I really liked the reading that Mary Carr gave of Liars Club. I found it very unperformative and pure and just wonderful to listen to. And Is that real? Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's... You have, you have baseball cards of these people. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.